My name is Mark Vicente. I'm a director, producer, writer, and troublemaker. I'm not totally certain if the trouble finds me or I find it. I'm most known as the director of the film What the Bleep Do We Know, and as one of the Nixium whistleblowers featured in the HBO series The Vow. Let's just say I know a thing or two about cults. I don't consider myself a cult expert, but I'm definitely an expert in being screwed over, waking up, and knowing how to spot them. And let me tell you, they're everywhere. As you'll hear, I have a pretty salty approach to most things, and I'm utterly fascinated by the patterns in human behavior that create the best and the worst in society. I'm part geek, part rebel, and pissed off about a whole bunch of things. Join me as I unpack a whole range of topics to do with psychology, spirituality, consciousness, morality, cults, narcissistic abuse, science, filmmaking, and philosophy. You never quite know what you're gonna get, as it really does depend on what the fuck is on my mind. Hello, it has been a while. So what's been on my mind recently is emotional repression. I've been thinking a lot about it. I was thinking about a moment in my early 20s when I was, I'd really immersed myself in New Age philosophy, which is actually New Age religion. And I went to visit a friend of mine in Cape Town who I went to university with. And he wanted to do a reading on me. And I confessed something to him after the reading that had been really bothering me for about a year. And what was going on was that New Age philosophy talks about, you know, your thoughts create reality. And I started to get really, really worried. Bear in mind, early 20s. Really, really worried that every single thought that I had was going to manifest. Like, what if I had a bad thought? What if I was driving and I suddenly thought, well, what if I just crash? Or what if somebody crashes into me? Or what if something falls on me? I mean, the paranoia was extreme. And I was starting to think to myself, if this is true, this means that every thought that I have could manifest, if not immediately, because I hadn't really seen a lot of immediate manifestation, then as per New Age philosophy, down the line it would manifest. And so I became completely fucking paranoid about every single thought I had. And I confessed this to him saying, I'm really, really worried. And he, I don't think he could give me a really clear answer. Um, and that was a, something that really bothered me for quite a while. I think this kind of thinking, this, this, this new age idea that your thoughts alone uh, manifest reality is fucking dangerous and fucking scary because I started to censor myself so carefully. And I think there's a lot of issues in, in new age thinking, but then I, I started to also think back because, you know, before that I was, you know, uh, raised Christian and I began thinking about Christianity, not every branch of Christianity, but certainly the ones that I was in where the idea that God could hear my thoughts. And so I had to be careful with what I thought, because there was this whatever fucking thing in the sky or wherever it was constantly evaluating my thoughts. And so I have to be very careful. 
And at a certain point in my childhood, you know, I really wanted to be pure. So I had to make sure that I micromanaged and policed all my thoughts in order to be pure, in order to be worthy of, you know, God being loved by God. And I found, you know, I went to a very, um, a very British boarding school in the Eastern Transvaal, which was back then the Eastern Transvaal in South Africa. Uh, very religious, very British um, headmaster, head priest were all, were all Brits. And everything was about, you know, stiff upper lip, old chap. In school, certainly in boarding school, I was rewarded for control. I was rewarded for being emotionally re repressed. And emotions were, were seen as something childish or, or ungentlemanly. And so as a result, I think certainly at that age, I, be, I was very emotionally inexperienced. And looking back now, I realized that many of my, my headmaster, my, the head priest, the teachers were also deeply emotionally inexperienced. There was nobody there to, to talk me through my feelings. You had to bury them in order to be you know, good and, and noble and pure. And the whole idea was that emotions were somehow dangerous. And there was uh, one particular moment uh, I remember where I was very, very upset about something, but I didn't even know how to articulate it. And, and what, what was happening, I think, at that point was my parents were going to be leaving the country and going to live in Brazil, I think, and I was still in a South African boarding school. I wasn't aware that I was upset about it. But the next thing I knew, I was uh, in the back of the classrooms and there was a big wall and I, and I had the soccer ball and I was just kicking the soccer ball against the wall again and again and again. And it was muddy and dirty. And the entire white wall was just full of these brown, muddy soccer ball marks. And I was like in this... In this uh, rage just kicking this ball and when one of the teachers found me you know I was punished I was you know told to write you know a thousand lines or maybe it was five thousand lines I have no idea but you know back then it was you would write lines which was like this fucked up mantra which is basically I will not kick soccer balls against the wall I will not kick soccer balls against the wall I will not kick soccer balls against the wall as though that was going to fix it nobody there would say to me like why is he kicking the soccer ball against the wall when he's usually such a, a good student, i.e. rule-bound student. Like, why is he doing this? There was no question of that. And it got me thinking about also, you know, you, you often hear about in, in churches, you know, priests doing terrible things to children, you know, um, sexual abuse of children. And I think what happens... In, in a lot of religions is that have these sort of hang-ups, this repression, is that people get stuck at a certain age. And I think this is, could be the case for some of these, these priests that get stuck at a certain age. They've never actually allowed themselves to feel the normal, natural things that happen in a teenage body or a young person's body. This, this normal sex drive, I think it gets, it gets stuck and then later in life, it may play out. And it's interesting, I find, you know, priests that are pedophiles, you know, I think that's what may have happened, is they got stuck at a certain point. They never processed their emotions. They were never taught how to process their emotions. And so it comes out in these really, really terrible ways, you know, hurting other people. So it got me thinking about it. 
this whole thing in 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 religion and in the new age philosophy in these kinds of ideologies that you have to focus on who you you want to be or who you feel you have to be what happens when you do that is is bypassing sets in spiritual bypassing sets in it's a very childish view of the world which is basically i'm going to pretend that I am this imaginary version of myself that I like, and I'm going to deny or avoid any evidence to the contrary, which means any normal human feelings I have to deny. When I was in, in university, I went to Witz University um, in Johannesburg, and I was in, in the drama and film school, and I, I was interested in, in the building we were in. We were in a, a tall building, I think it was like 20 stories. And there was the... The film people, the drama people, the music people, and dentistry. And the differences between all of us were staggering. You know, like, um, the film people were trying to be very cool. The drama people were like, couldn't give a flying fuck. Everything was about full expression and just, like, letting it all hang out and just being as crazy as possible. The music department were very quiet and I, and I and I feel like at that point I felt like all their expression came out in their in their music but they were generally pretty quiet people and you know they looked at drama students like oh my god it's too much and then there was dentistry dentistry was incredibly serious those floors those those students were incredibly serious and there was you know barely any emotions compared to let's say the drama students or, you know, even some of the film students. I thought that the differences were interest, interesting. I didn't know at that point that I was looking at different scales of, of, of emotional repression. Now, I'm not saying that the drama students had a full bandwidth of emotional expression. I think they were things repressed, and I think they were coming out in weird ways. And I think the, the thing about drama school is you were allowed to go through the machinations of all these emotions that you were feeling. It was allowed. Uh, or in some of the other disciplines in the university, it was not. But I think this emotional repression leads to acting out in really disturbing ways. I do wonder if the incidences of rage, I know, I know they call it road rage, but I mean, these incidents of rage that happen, you know, these sudden shootings, I do wonder if some of it has to do with repressing stuff to the point that it just boils. And because people haven't been taught how to process emotions... I think that society doesn't reward people unless, you know, you're in entertainment. Society doesn't award people for having, having emotions. I think it rewards people for being, you know, the strong, silent, stoic type. I was thinking as well, most health food stores that I've ever gone into, uh, when I walk in, I find the staff inc incredibly constrained, like very, very stiff. And I've begun to see a lot, not all, but a lot of the health food stores that I've been into as like mini cults. Either there's, there's the boss or the leader that is, is probably like a cult leader, or they're living under a kind of strict ideology of how they can behave because the more they maybe suppress their human impulses, the more spiritual they'll seem. And so what happens is these people are so emotionally constrained that when you walk into a health food store, it feels like you're walking into a church. Like, you shouldn't talk too loudly. You should be very careful. And I find myself starting to modify my behavior by being very quiet. And most of what I experience in these health food stores is depression. These people seem really depressed. And I think it's because 
there is so much emotional suppression of their of their true selves that they've sort of you know um, not extinguished but diminished their internal like normal life essence fire. Every feeling, this is something that really struck me in the last few months. Every feeling that we try and repress is actually a feeling that we're actually having. We're actually having it. Like we're trying to suppress it, but it's there. And it doesn't just go away because we try and deny it. And this is something that, I mean, you know, I say it and it sounds logical, but it feels almost somatically like, oh, is that how it works? Like this feeling I'm, I'm not wanting to have is actually there. So it is actually real. And I'm trying to pretend it's not real. I had this moment the other day. Um, it's kind of embarrassing to admit this, but I was looking at the, um, I was looking at the, tra- the, 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 you know, the, the film and television trades, like the, you know, the trade, the trade magazines. And I saw somebody I knew and I felt, I felt this feeling of jealousy, jealousy of, of what they'd accomplished and jealousy of what they had. And I didn't even allow it to come to full conscious awareness. I immediately suppressed the feeling I was having. Like I didn't want to be that kind of person that felt those kinds of things. I wanted to see myself as a much better person, as a person that's above those things. And I stopped myself in the middle of this moment and I thought, dude, you're lying. You're like pretending you're not having a feeling that you're actually having. And a better opportunity here is to actually dive into that feeling you're having. What is the, 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 the low self-esteem? What is the emptiness that you feel? What is the not enoughness that you feel? that might be causing you to have this jealousy, that would be a better way to approach this thing than to pretend it's not there. And I, and I realized, oh my God, this is kind of what I do. I have these feelings that I think are, are inappropriate. You know, I don't want to be seen as that kind of person. I don't want to see myself as that kind of person. So I pretend that I'm not having that feeling. But the fucked up thing is I am having the feeling. And it's affecting me biochemically and and neurologically. It's in my body. I cannot pretend it's not there. But I realized like that's what I, I try to do with certain things. And it got me thinking. I think a lot of us probably are doing the same thing. We're pretending we don't have the feelings we're actually having. And then shit comes out in super fucked up ways. Um, you know, s- stuff that we've repressed. I'm beginning to think that this emotional repression has done maybe terrible things to our society. I think there's this worldwide um, epidemic, I suppose, of emotional repression. I think there's this terrible fear of, of feeling things. And I think that people are completely out of touch with, with what they're feeling. And as I said before, I think there's, because there's very little emotional education, you know, as the culture, as I said, we're celebrating the lack of emotion. You know, if you look at some of the sort of superheroes that we look at, they're people that feel very little. Um, we sort of celebrate, you know, the, the lack of empathy, the lack of feeling as though, as though it's a weakness. And so this has been the thing that's been really on my mind recently is as I've been exploring my own, you know, emotional architecture and my lack of, uh, I guess, connection and honesty with, with what's going on. I've been thinking about like, how does this affect you know, uh, in the entire society, basically, like, how does it affect the whole world? And I would love to hear, 
you know, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. I'd love to hear what you guys think about this because it's something I've spoken about for a long time to other people. Emotional repression, emotional repression is bad, emotional repression is bad. But it, I never really realized, oh, but like I'm doing it every day. And I'm curious to know, like, are you guys doing it every day? And like, how does it play out for you? And what do you notice about the thoughts that you're having, the feelings that you're having that you suppress and pretend are not there? So, um, yeah, that's what's been on my mind. Hit me up on, on you know, YouTube, Instagram, you know, Twitter. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. We will talk soon.